A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to Timothy. Beloved, Demas, enamored of the present world, deserted me and went to Thessalonica, Crescens to Galatia, and Titus to Dalmatia. Luke is the only one with me. Get Mark and bring him with you, for he is helping, helpful to me in the ministry. I have sent Tychus to Ephesus. When you come, bring the cloak I left with Carpus and Trallus, the papyrus rolls, and especially the parchment. Alexander the coppersmith did me a great deal of harm. The Lord will repay him according to his deeds. You too be on guard against him, for he has strongly resisted our preaching. At my first defense, no one appeared on my behalf but everyone deserted me. May it not be held against them. But the Lord stood by me and gave me strength, so that through me the proclamation might be completed and all the Gentiles might hear it. The word of the Lord. Your friends make known, O Lord, the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your, your friends make known, O Lord, the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Let all your works give you thanks, O Lord, and let your faithful ones bless you. Let them discourse of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might. Your friends make known, O Lord, the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Making known to men your might and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is a kingdom for all ages, and your dominion endures through all generations. Your friends make known, O Lord, the glorious splendor of your kingdom. The Lord is just in all his ways, and holy in all his works. The Lord is near to all who call upon him, to all who call upon him in truth. Your friends make known, O Lord, the glorious splendor of your kingdom. From the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The Lord Jesus appointed seventy-two disciples whom he sent ahead of him in pairs 
to every town and place he intended to visit. He said to them, The harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Go on your way. Behold, I am sending you like lambs among wolves. Carry no money bag, no sack, no sandals, and greet no one along the way. Into whatever house you enter, first say, Peace to this house. If a peaceful person lives there, your peace will rest on him. But if not, it will return to you. Stay in the same house, and eat and drink what is offered to you. For the laborer deserves payment. Do not move about from one house to another. Whatever town you enter and they welcome you, eat what is set before you. Cure the sick in it and say to them, the kingdom of God is at hand for you. The Gospel of the Lord.
Holy Spirit, we acknowledge your presence in our midst. Speak to us. Speak to us and bless us. Challenge us and encourage us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Beloved, once again, I'm happy and glad to be in your presence. The Lord is with us. Friends, in the first reading of today, St. Paul writes, Beloved, Demas enamored of the present world deserted me and went to Thessalonica. Crescens to Galatia and Titus to Damalchia. Luke is the only one with me. Luke is the only one with me. Dear friends, today as we stand or as we sit in the church, Mother Church looks for people like Luke. Let's take St. Paul to be the church right now. St. Paul like the church. St. Paul was yearning for people like Luke. And he thanks God. He said, all of them deserted me, but only Luke has remained with me. This makes me think a lot about what happened to Jesus on the cross. Everyone deserted him except his mother and the beloved disciple. When he needed them most, they all ran away. It was only John, the beloved, and the mother who were with him on the cross. In John chapter 6, when Jesus gave the teaching about the Eucharist, the real presence, everybody said the teaching was too hard, and they walked away. Jesus didn't compromise the word. He even turned and challenged his disciples and said, what about you? Aren't you also going? And Peter replied, Lord, to whom shall we go? Verse 63. You have the word of eternal life, and we have come to believe. Lord, to whom shall we go? Dear friends, during this summer I was in the U.S., you are aware, for three months, three and a half months actually, and we all heard of the scandals and all that was happening. People are truly angry and genuinely angry. Some are leaving. But the question is, is that the way to go? Is that the way to go? Friends, the church needs people like Luke who will stick to her. Friends, even if we, the priests and the bishops, give you a million reasons to leave, friends, look for one genuine reason about Christ and his church and say, if the, if the priest and the bishop give you a thousand reasons to leave the church, friends, look for only one reason why you must stay, why you must be a look in our generation. Friends, Jesus, St. Paul said that Christ has declared, you can be unfaithful, but I will remain faithful. That is Jesus for us. Friends, the church is built on Christ, not on any bishop or any priest. We, are, we have to be responsible, yes, as priests. But our shortcomings should not make us give up our faith. No. Whatever happened, St. Paul was still a human being. Whatever reasons Christians, Demas, and Damasia had, I mean, and Titus, all of them, whatever reason they had for deserting Paul, 
They may be justified. But friends, let us be like Luke, who found even one reason to stick to him. Friends, no one is perfect. St. Paul makes it very clear he is the worst of all sinners. Luke sticked or stuck to him. Who is your Luke? Let us think about that. Who was there for you? Who is your Luke? Who was there for you when, you ha- when, you, when everybody left you? Who stood by you when you needed somebody most? Who was the one who stood by you? Let us thank God for our looks. And let us pray for looks in our lives. And let us pray for looks in the church today. We, knew, we need people like Luke in the church today. And I think CCR must have been, in fact, it has been, CCR has been a look to the church, and it's a look to the church, and must continue to be a look to the church. Friends, God is looking up to CCR. Let us stand firm. Friends, we are a gift of the Holy Spirit to the church. And friends, as a gift to the Holy Spirit, we must bear fruit. Yesterday we were told. And in fact, that is what the Gospel Acclamation says. I chose you from the world to go and bear fruit. Fruit that will last, says the Lord. Our fruit as CCR, our dedication and commitment to the church must be unflinching. We must not give in to any pressure, any whatever. We must stand firm. We must be, we must remain, look to the church. Friends, this is the church. And I said, if we, the priests and the bishops, even give you a thousand reasons to leave, look for just one genuine reason to stay. And one genuine reason is that Jesus declared, this is my church, I have built it, and I am building it, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. This is the truth. Whatever is happening, the reasons, they are facts. Yes, the facts are there, the scandals are there, the priests, we are not faithful, this and that, all that, these are facts. But friends, facts can never overcome the truth, because the truth lives forever. And the truth is that this is Jesus' church. And he says, even if we are unfaithful, he will remain faithful. And Jesus cannot lie. Jesus cannot disown his church. He says, I've loved you with an everlasting love. We pray for grace to be like look as individuals. And Jesus is also asking us to also be looked to others. Let us also remain steadfast to, um, to others. Let us be faithful to others. Let us remain faithful in our friendships. Let us not betray our friends. Let us be true and faithful to them. That is what God is calling on you and I to do today. That is a challenge for you and I. And so in the gospel we are told he sent the apostles, he sent them two by two to go out and proclaim. Why? We are told he sent them to every town and place he intended to visit. Friends, Jesus intends to visit everywhere, everywhere. Once people are there, he died for them. Wherever people are, Jesus intends to visit. Right now you are in Italy. And he has sent you here. He intends to visit. But the good news is that we carry him now about because he is in us. He lives in us and he is with us. So wherever we go, Jesus is with us. And it's interesting. He sent them and warned them, don't carry a bag. Don't carry any sack. Don't take sandals. Don't greet anyone on the way. All that. 
and said, I'm sending you as sheep among, uh, among wolves. Is Jesus wicked, knowing exactly what wolves will do to sheep? No. It's precisely because he knows what he has put in you and I. You and I, we are indestructible. Just like his church, his church is indestructible. We are indestructible. So Jesus knows and he has sent us into the world. Let us go out with that confidence and that assurance. He is in us and he is with us. He will not abandon us. Jesus will not fail us. And he wants us to walk by faith. And that's why he said, carry no money, no no standards. Depend on me. Friends, the church for a long time, we have deviated sometimes by depending on our own philosophical ideas and trying to go the way of the world. We have to depend on the Lord. And anytime we make that mistake by depending on our own ideas and philosophies of the world, we move astray. And friends, whatever we are saddled with right now as a church, let us return to the Father. Let us return to the Lord and depend on Him. It's only in true dependence on Jesus and the Holy Spirit, so to speak, that we can make it. He says, apart from me, you can do nothing. We thank God for Luke. Now, we must always remember this. And Paul said, he goes on in the second in the gospel, he says, when you come, bring the cloak I left with Carpus in Troas, the papyrus scrolls, and especially the parchment. You see, St. Paul was an avid reader. He didn't forget. He said, when you are coming, bring me the scrolls. What are in the scrolls? That is the word of God. St. Paul was an avid reader of the word of God. Friends, and I've always said it, the church wants us, her children, to be people who know the scriptures. And friends, when we know the scriptures, nothing can shake our faith. When we know the scriptures, nothing can shake our faith, no matter what. The world can turn upside down. We priests can do whatever. If we know the scriptures, our faith will not be shaken. Please, let us remain steadfast. St. Paul called that they should bring him the parchment, the scrolls. Let us long for the word of God daily. And I've always said it, we are a blessed church. We are a blessed people. The church gives us every day the opportunity to reflect on the word of God so that we will be firm in our faith. Let us not take these things for granted. Let us daily remain rooted in the word of God. And if you come to the responsorial psalm, it says, Your friends make known, O Lord, the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your friends. Luke was a friend, a true friend to Paul. The church is looking for true friends. Mother church looks for true friends. And CCR has been a true friend. Let us remain true friends to the church. And it says, your friends make known, O Lord, the glorious splendor of your kingdom. It's our duty. He sent the twelve. He sent them away, the seventy-two, to go and make known the glorious splendor of his kingdom. Day in and out, we are sent as individuals and as a church, as a body, to go wherever we find ourselves, to make known the glorious splendor of God's kingdom, which is peace, righteousness, and what? Joy in the Holy Spirit. So wherever we are, these are what we should produce and we should bear. If we were reminded about the fruit of the Spirit, we pray for these graces in this Mass that we will be true looks, only look. May people think about us and rejoice and be happy. May we not be like Alexandra the Smith. May we be like Luke.
We pray for these graces in this Mass. Amen.